Today, we're deep diving on antioxidants in skincare, plus taking a look at some of the best K-beauty products you'll find them in. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Today's episode is brought to you by Jellico, deliciously fun skincare that's just for your face. If you want to perfect your glass skin glow with fewer products, then discover Jellico exclusively at Style Story. Guys, hello and welcome back. We have another episode today of the Korean Beauty Show podcast, and we're doing a deep dive and having a look at some of K-Beauty's favorite antioxidants. So if you are not sure what antioxidants are, or you know of some of them, but aren't sure of which ones are popular in Korea, then stick around because that is what I will be going through in detail today, as well as, of course, some of the K-Beauty products that you can find these uh, ingredients in. So that is what today's episode is all about. Now, if you're not 100% sure what antioxidants are, in simple terms, they're basically compounds that protect against free radicals. So free radicals are damaging molecules and they're caused by factors like UV and pollution, and they can have all sorts of negative, both short and long-term effects on you and your skin. So in the context of your skin, free radicals cause concerns like dullness, dark spots, Uh, uneven texture and fine lines. So as a general rule of thumb, the more antioxidants you use, the better you're going to be protected against free radicals. So look, there are lots of different ways that you can get an antioxidant hit. Aside from eating antioxidant-rich foods, we can also apply them topically through our skincare routines and even sometimes for some uh, of these antioxidants intravenously as well. So what I'm going to do today is take a look at some of the most common antioxidants that you'll find in K-Beauty. Now, not all of these are specific only to Korean beauty. There's going to be some on the list that you guys will definitely be familiar with even if you've only ever used western beauty products and the first one on my list is one of those and that is vitamin c so this is probably one of the most well-known uh and well i guess loved antioxidants and it is very very commonly available worldwide in both uh, asian and western beauty and that's for a pretty good reason too so pure vitamin c which is known can as ascorbic acid or L-ascorbic acid is not only a great antioxidant, but it also has these brightening and anti-inflammatory properties. So it is known to help stimulate collagen production, which plays a role in improving the appearance of aging skin. And it can treat lots and lots of different uh, and common 
uh, skin concerns that people have. That's why you'll find it uh, so commonly recommended and why so many people are talking about it. So a great way to incorporate, uh, incorporate vitamin C into your routine is with a serum. Now, I did an episode a few episodes ago running through some of my most popular or some of the most popular vitamin C serums and some of the ones that I would recommend to people with various different skin concerns and skin types. Uh, so if you haven't already had a listen to that episode, go back and find that one because that one will run you through everything that you need to know about vitamin C on the K-beauty market. Uh, and the second antioxidant that I have on my list is niacinamide. So this one, again, very, very popular in Korean beauty uh, to the point where it's actually hard to find products that don't have niacinamide in it. Um, that, that's how popular it is in Korean beauty. And this is why it's also known as vitamin B3 and it is very powerful. It improves the skin's texture and tone. It can help reduce fine lines, wrinkles, hyperpigmentation, and it also exhibits anti-inflammatory properties as well. So it is a water soluble ingredient and it is also suitable for all skin types. I've seen it used to treat skin conditions like rosacea and acne, um, and that is because it is not known to cause any adverse reactions. Uh, one caveat I will add to that is with increasing amounts of niacinamide being added to various different products, uh, I think I do see people potentially using too much. So if you're using really, really high strength niacinamide products and layering them with lots of other different ones, then it may cause potentially problems for you. So just keep an eye on that. But for the vast majority of people that are just using ordinary K-beauty skincare products, it's probably not going to be too much of a concern. Now, our Jellico Bubble Tea Steam Cream and Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask both contain a functional amount of niacinamide in their formula. Uh, so they're two products uh, to look out for if you are on the hunt for K-beauty with niacinamide. Now, the next antioxidant is glutathione, and I have spoken about this before because it is a very, very popular uh, antioxidant and a very popular ingredient all over Asia. So it uh, is made up of amino acids, glutamine, glycine, and cysteine. And it's great for boosting immunity. It can delay cell damage, and it also protects your DNA. And when it comes to skincare, glutathione can slow down the effects of aging, and it can also help with uneven skin tone and lightening dark spots. There are more and more K-Beauty products coming onto the market with glutathione in them. Uh, so if you are looking to try products that incorporate some of the benefits, then Applebee's Glutathione Hyaluronic Acid Essence is a great one for providing elasticity and nutrition, and it just helps the skin look hydrated and more youthful. Um, for incorporating it into the later steps of your routine, Applebee also has a Glutathione Brightening Tone-Up Cream, and this is really great for reducing the appearance of enlarged pores. It can improve the appearance of wrinkles and also your hydration levels. 
uh, it is uh, a morning cream. I prefer to use it in the morning uh, because it really does give you that nice brightening tone up like the name suggests. So it's a great product to use uh, in place of makeup or you can even use it as your priming product before you go in with your makeup just to really give your skin that glow up. Now the next uh, antioxidant that I had on my list is flavonoids. Now, this is a type of antioxidant that is found in green and black teas, and they have the potential to treat rosacea, reduce inflammation, and also oxidative stress. Uh, they absorb UV light, and they can also modulate the signaling pathways that influence our cellular function. And that's helpful for preventing things like photoaging and also damage. So they can also help uh, in reducing collagen degradation. So to prevent collagen uh, from you know, dying quick, too quickly, delaying our skin's aging, and then also inhibiting skin cancer. So obviously this is just the general benefits of flavonoids in general. Now there are lots of different Korean beauty products that contain particularly green tea as a component, but they will have all different types of percentages and things like that. So that's not to say that if you go out and buy one of these products that you will inhibit skin cancer. That's not what I'm saying. That is just more uh, an, uh, an overview about what flavonoids in general can do. So obviously every particular product is going to be different. Uh, and I have never seen a Korean beauty product that says that it will inhibit skin cancer. However, tests and have shown that flavonoids in general can uh, d does have the potential to do all of these things. So that is just a little bit of a, um, I guess, uh, caveat about all of these ingredients when I'm running through their potential benefits. Obviously, it's going to be very very dependent on the product itself, and the companies are not going to necessarily make those kind of claims about their particular products, but the products do in fact contain these ingredients. That's what I'm trying to say in a very long-winded way. So the first uh, ingredient, uh, the first product rather that I had on my list is Tosung's Pure Green Tea Mask, and this one has six. 60% of green tea extract in it. That is a really beautiful mask for just calming down the face. And they also have a green tea essence in their line as well, Tosuan green tea essence. So they're two ones to check out. Now, probably a green tea K-beauty product that many people will be familiar with is Innisfree's green tea seed serum. And that one has 75.9% of green tea extract, although I know that they do update and change the formula for that one. So that might change depending on when you're listening to the podcast. Uh, that is common across all KBD products, but for the time being, that is how much they, they have in their current version. Now, the next antioxidant on my list is resveratrol. Now, this one is an interesting one. You may have heard of it before because this is the one that is in red wine. So you'll often hear people say, oh, a glass of red wine at night is good for your health. And that's because it contains the antioxidant resveratrol, uh, which is also in grapes, obviously. I think hopefully everyone knows that wine is made from grapes. Uh, and it's also the antioxidant that is in dark chocolate, seeds, and nuts. So it can help protect against damage caused by UV radiation, uh, and that's because it stimulates healthy cell generation. So the most 
well-known product I can think of that contains resveratrol in it is Vanillico's Clean It Zero Cleansing Balm in Revitalizing. So this one uh, claims to help soothe and hydrate skin and also to control excess sebum while gently cleansing. So that's a K-Beauty product that does have resveratrol in it. Uh, and if you're wondering about the spelling of that one, you'll find all of this as well as links to the products uh, in today's show notes on the koreanbeautyshow.com. So go and check that out because that, that one is a little bit of a tricky one. <laughs> now, the next one we've spoken about many times, and that is Centella Asiatica, a.k.a. Sika, a.k.a. Tiger's Grass. So this is, in fact, an antioxidant. It's a plant-based one that is rich in amino acids. And what it does is that it, can, it contains a lot of hydration, which is what makes makes it ideal for sensitive skin. Uh, and there are more products than we would have time to go through in this episode <laughs> that have Seeker in them. A few off the top of my head, obviously, Dr. Jart's Seeker Pear range. Seeker Pear is dedicated to Centella Asiatica. Uh, a lot of people are also fans of uh, the name escapes me. I Unique. I Unique uh, Calming Gel Cream. They have a Centella Calming Gel Cream. Um, April B has a Centella Seeker Repair Cream. And then Purito also has their Centella line, which now comes in an unscented version as well as the original scented version. So lots of products in that line as well, depending on what you're looking for, um, toners, serums, moisturizers. So many products out there, including lots of different face masks and things like that. So you'll have no trouble finding uh, products on the K-Beauty market with Centella Asiatica. The next one is coenzyme Q10. So this is also known as ubiquinone and it is a vitamin-like fat-soluble substance. And studies have shown that it may help to improve the appearance of the signs of aging and also that topical application of it has antioxidant and skin soothing effects. So skin, its skin has a uh, Power 10 version of its serums, which I, I think Power 10, they called it that because it had 10 different serums in the collection with lots of different uh, ingredients in them, licorice, vitamin C. I think at one stage they had snake venom. I'm not sure whether they still do that, but they do have one of their Power 10 serums has coenzyme Q10, and that's why it's called... I think it's called coenzyme Q10, don't quote me on that, but its skin does have one. And then Skin79, their gold BB cream also does have that as one of the components as well. So keep a lookout for that um, coenzyme Q10. The next one is one that you guys probably will all be familiar with, and that is good old vitamin E. So it is obviously a powerful antioxidant. It may be effective at reducing UV damage, but applied topically, it's really for nourishing and protecting your skin, and that is protecting it from the damage that's caused by free radicals. It is also a natural anti-inflammatory, so that is why it can uh, be soothing and also help to calm the skin as well. You'll find vitamin E in the Vegan Glows Good Night Cream and also in Jellico Bubble Tea Steam Cream as well. So that's probably one that everyone is a bit more familiar with. And then the next one, I think most people will know, but maybe by a couple of different names. So vitamin A. You probably know it more 
as a type of retinol. So this has a tried and true reputation for doing a Benjamin Button on your skin. And the reason is this, it has smaller, a smaller molecular structure than many other antioxidants. And that means that it is able to more deeply penetrate into the skin. And that's why when it comes to retinol products, a lot of uh, dermatologists and skincare experts will tell you, apply it on wet, dry skin, because if you apply it on wet skin, because it does penetrate much more deeply into the structure of the skin, that can uh, bring out more of the signs of irritation, particularly in your highest strength retinols. But the good thing about it is that it can help to stimulate collagen production and it can promote cell renewal as well. As well. So some of the benefits are that you will see on the surface of your skin, if you're incorporating a vitamin A based product, is the smoothing of fine lines, wrinkles, and a more even skin tone. And then obviously it depends on the strength that you're going for as well. So with the stronger retinol products that are mostly available with a medical prescription, you will see uh, drastic results, but you will also see more drastic uh, flakiness, dryness. So more of the symptoms that people like to try and avoid. So a gentler way to introduce a lot of people to retinols is through a moisturizer or something in your skincare routine that's not a full prescription strength product. I know for myself, prescription strength retinols are just do not work for me. I can never seem to get out of the stage of constant peeling, dryness, patchiness in my skin. And I just find like I get to the stage where I'm like, my skin actually looks worse for it, um, for using a retinol when it's supposed to be looking better. So I myself avoid them, but I know a lot of people love them. So a couple of products, I believe COSRX now has a retinol serum and Apple B also has their retinol vitamin A moisture cream. And this one is a really good way to introduce a non-irritating retinol into your routine, particularly for mature skin. Uh, it has a really luxuriously thick texture. It spreads out into the skin and it provides hydration while also treating the skin. So that's a great one, particularly if you are more on the mature side, keep an, uh, an eye out for that one. So that is my antioxidant special for some of K-Beauty's favorite antioxidants at the moment. So just to recap, those were vitamin C, then niacinamide, glutathione. We had flavonoids like green tea and black tea, and then resveratrol, centella asiatica, coenzyme Q10, vitamin E, and then vitamin A. So I would love to know if you do use antioxidants in your routine on purpose. Which ones are you incorporating? Um, have you tried all of these different ones and which ones are your favorites? Come and find me on Instagram. I am at lauren.kbeauty. I'm always interested to know what ingredients people are interested in, what ingredients people are liking. And then conversely, if there are some that you just find don't work for your skin for whatever reason. And that, you know, there are people that fall into that category for pretty much every ingredient out there. For as many people uh, as will say that they love the effects of uh, niacinamide, there are some people that just can't tolerate it and vice versa for all different kinds of uh, ingredients. So I'm always really interested to hear those discussions. So come and find me and let me know. Uh, I hope that you had fun listening to today's episode and I would love for you to stick around 
for next week's episode. So make sure you subscribe so that you get that pop up in your feed automatically in your podcast feed. You'll find the button to subscribe in your app. Uh, And other than that, that is all I had for you guys. So I'm going to leave it there and I will see you on Star Story. 